my friend Don Bramer uh, up in D.C. is with us this morning. And, you know, he he's an interesting guy. Uh, ex-military, very interested in England. Um, I, I think he's I think he's going over there and riding in a polo match soon. So I'll get to that in a second. But, Don, since you're a political person and you're from Kentucky, <laughs> I wanted to ask you what your take is on the Georgia race last night and the Mitch McConnell situation to get started. How are you this morning? I'm glad to talk to you. Hey, good morning, uh, Georgia. Well, you know... Georgia's all, I mean, for the last few years, Georgia has proved to be uh, political theatrics at its best. Mm-hmm. But I'll, you know, you got to give, I mean, I'm not a fan of Warnock, but you, you put the two next to each other, and I mean, Warnock is an ex minister. So he is a, he's an orator. He knows how to carry the message. And I, and I think that's what's, that's what took it home for him. You know, he can, if you put the two side by side, he comes across very eloquent. Mm-hmm. I mean, was it that simple? Or did they did they keep it? Because you know, Warnock's not conservative. I don't well, think. If you go through the policy list, so did Georgians just not care about that, and they felt like Herschel Walker couldn't hold his own on the stage? Or? I, I, yeah, I think Georgia. I mean, Herschel just wasn't the best candidate. And yeah, and I remember going back earlier in the year mm-hmm. and, and with some meetings here in D.C. and. You know, there even here there wasn't a lot of enthusiasm um, for Herschel, mm-hmm. and and you know I don't I don't I just don't think he was I don't think he was the best candidate. Uh, he was a he was a popular candidate, but he just wasn't. People they didn't think he was the best for Georgia. Yeah, it's weird because you could make the argument that a super popular uh, ex football player who has business interest, you know, you try to sell the business aspect of this, that it's not just the football thing, that that could work, that it could catch on fire, and that the people might say, hey, this is the kind of fresh thinking outside of the body. We don't need another politician who's done a, a you know, who's who's been in a bunch of different offices. Let's get some fresh thinking in the Senate. I could see that maybe that would work, but as an observer who's not impressed by the football thing necessarily <laughs> i well, i was kind of underwhelmed with his performance um you know, well, maybe he was enthusiastic but he didn't seem to really have a grasp of some of the issues that i would expect somebody to have a grasp of if they were running no this he, level. he didn't he didn't, ha- he didn't have the grasp and mm-hmm. and you know and i'm gonna I, I hate giving uh kudos to the democrats but they uh in the since the the last election to now i mean they dumped, I mean, millions and millions of dollars into that that race, and oh, they wanted they, it. Yep, yeah. they they outraised, they out outspent, and, and you know, and it worked for them. Um, but look at it this way, you know, we still have Stacey Abrams as as, as governor. Yeah, <laughs> she thinks so. <laughs> um, you know, the other thing, not to beat this this to death, but Herschel Walker's gay son who had been kind of the toast of the town for a little while. Oh, he's so sassy. I, I, I don't particularly like that attitude, but whatever. Uh, you know, he was doing lots of videos and social media. He just savaged his father. And yeah. I thought that was, I mean, first of all, I thought it was out of line. I, I wouldn't do that to somebody in my family, even if I hated him, to be honest with you. I just, I've been raised to think that's kind of low rent and trashy to behave that way. In the gay community, I hate to say that seems to be kind of par for the course and acceptable, but it's not in my world. Do you think that had an impact on this? 
Oh, I do. I, I do because it, you had, you know, the sun coming out against him. You had the the alleged uh, abortion issue that kept yeah. him out against him. Yeah. You know, he he had a lot going against him, and you know, and he just he just wasn't that articulate. And so, you know, it's, if you've got issues coming out against you, you've got to defend them. And he just didn't do a very good job of defending himself. All right, well, let's uh, talk about what happens in January when the new Congress comes in. Oh, I Since, can't wait. <laughs> well, all right, so you're, you know, you don't mind me saying you're friends with Mitch McConnell, right? He's an old friend of you. I don't, you weren't on his staff, were you? I've been on his staff three times in my okay. career. Okay, all right, so, all right, so, look, a lot of people here in Virginia hate Mitch McConnell. Tell me why this is going to be a good thing for him to be back as leader, you think? Well, I mean... Mitch is. I mean, Mitch is going to have his his day in court, so to speak. But you got to flip this around, or I think we're going to look great. I mean, I am so excited about having Jamie Comer as rank as chairman of oversight. You know, another another longtime friend, another Kentuckian. Mm-hmm. But you look at what we're going to do in the House, and the House is where the uh, the chickens are going to come home to roost. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now with um, will Mitch Rob play Lee. along? Will will the will the minority leader play along with the House, or is he going to be act like that's beneath him and he wants to be in the old boys' club and be friendly no, with his no, friends? He he and you know, if you look at where we're looking, and I, and I'll use Kentucky as an example. Okay, you know, we're going to have Brad Guthrie uh, as as a chairman now. We're going to have Jamie Comer as a chairman now. We're going to have Andy Barr as a chairman now. So Mitch is sitting on top of three chairmen of three committees from Kentucky in the House. Mm-hmm. That puts him in a very, very strong position. He's going to have foreign relations, he's going to have finance, and he's going to have oversight that are all three of his protégés, people he taught Kentucky politics. Mm-hmm. So that, put, that puts Mitch in a great position going in where he can orchestrate a lot of what goes on in the House and bring it home to the Senate. And you think he'll do that? He'll be tough. I, I, I think he will. I mean, having grown up with Mitch, you know, since I was 18, 19 years old, mm-hmm. um, he's, like him or dislike him, he's one of the most strategic thinkers that I've ever met in my life. Hmm. Um, don't I, And I don't always agree with his politics, but you look at it from a what he does for Kentucky and, and our portion of the United States, he brings a lot of resources back home to the, the South. And he, he keeps that in mind. There's a lot of things that we we should give him credit for. Okay. All right. Well, the the the, the way people treat Southerners these days, uh, I, don't, I don't go back and refight the Civil <laughs> War, but there is a there is an, a really horrible attitude towards Southerners that sure. I keep detecting. I'm like, what is wrong with you? People, I'm not trying to refight the Civil War. Why are you um, acting like we're all horrible, racist rubes? That's just not the case, and I resent it, you know? I, I, I do. And, and you know, it's, you know, it's just it's the climate that, that we've created through social media. Uh, well, and it's humor, what. too, isn't it? I mean, this there, there's a kind of an arrogant New York attitude up there. Forgive me for all of our New York friends who listen to this program, but... I'm, I'm tired of it. As, as, as we say, John, bless their heart. 
Yeah, okay. All right, real quick before we go, I want to talk about the event next week that you're hosting, but can, are you going to watch this Meghan and Harry special? I know you're kind of an Anglophile and you're oh, interested in England. Are you? What do you think of this thing? I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of like a bad, it's a bad car wreck. You, you don't want to watch, but you kind of have to watch it. Um, you know, we don't want to watch things when we drive down I-95, but we do. So I think that, I think that answers your question. He, you'll watch, and then you, you've been invited. Are you playing polo at the Royal Polo Match next year? Is that what I heard, or what? what is no, this rumor no, I, that you're that you're you know on the ends with the new royal family? Which is so interesting. So I played this past. I played during the Jubilee uh, in uh, in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going over for the Royal Ascot in in June. Uh, we're, we're very excited about it. And and that's held at uh, that's one of the big horse races that held at at Windsor right. Castle. So, okay. Okay. Uh, so well, I'm uh, I'm appropriately impressed by that, and that helps the go. South too, doesn't it? A Southerner being invited well, to it the, does. To well, we, get, we, get to, we get to dress up, and as Reba would say, we be fancy. All right. Now I'm hoping Alonzo and I can come up on Wednesday because this is the um, Mistletoes event that you have. Uh, every year yeah, we so, we promoted it here before tell me what the the scoop is for next week we are so excited you know we had a two-year hiatus over because of covid uh, I know. didn't play well but you know after two years uh manhattan's martinis and mistletoe is coming back and you know it's a brand new venue uh it's a brand new program we have put a lot of time and effort in, in rethinking it uh, i tell everybody it's a very fantastic m3 this year <laughs> okay uh, We've got you know we've got two bands. Um, we've we've moved to the historic grand ballroom of the Mayflower Hotel, so mm. we're excited about that. Um, and we've put a lot in rethinking it and and making it an event that truly celebrates and, and honors our our military community, our veteran community, but most importantly, their caregivers. Because for a lot of veterans. You know, the caregivers are the most important part of that that element. So yeah. we're we're just excited about it. We've got, um, I think, as of to date, we've got nearly twenty uh, members of Congress who are who are attending and and serving as as co chairs of the mm-hmm. event. We've got a great host committee. Um, I mean, the excitement is is probably better than we've seen in the history of M3. And that's because people are just tired. They're, they're ready to get out of their house. They're ready to celebrate. And, well, and this, I think this is, this has always been a great event and people dress yeah. up and it's, and, and the, the, the military reps are there. It's really impressive. So I got to go look at the tickets. Where, where do I go for that real quick before we, so join M3.org. It's really easy. You can go there. Uh, and I, and I'll tell you what, I'll put this out for, for your listeners. Hmm, uh, okay. If, if you go to join M3.org, and when it asks for a code, um, I have a very special code called um, M3 Vets. M3 and if you put vets. in M3 Vets at the code level, it's going to click. It's going to cut your ticket down to half price. And oh. I'm going to put that out for your vets this, for your listeners this morning. M3 Vets is the code, fifty percent off. Oh, that's really nice. All right, so that's next Wednesday, right? Up in next DC Wednesday at the, at the Mayflower in Washington D.C. And, and like I said, it's going to be an awesome time. We're, we're extremely excited. And I, and I can't okay. wait to see you and Alonzo there. Join M3.org is the website. I really, I've always had a great time at this event, and it's nice to go Don't up to D.C. Don't be surprised if you get put on camera again. <laughs> okay. Hey, thanks, Don Bramer from up in D.C. and our, our Kentucky connection. I always enjoy talking to you. Thank you. All right, my friend. Okay. See you guys next week.